0: good evening vancouver and welcome back to canucks after dark here on a wednesday september 14th hope you're all doing well as always joined by my co-host canuck clay how are you doing clay parker i am great two things i noticed right away look at our colors we look like
1: the old canucks jerseys together if if we were together
0: we are extremely fashionable as always (laughs) not planned Uh, um as always right and always looking fresh though
1: and we uh, always of course and then today is wednesday a little a bit of a departure but that's because you had an adventure on monday night Why don't you give us a quick quick lowdown on where you were
0: yeah i uh made a last minute move i i bought a ticket to the seahawks game at about noon and then i got in my car and i drove to <laughs> seattle uh and went to went to a fantastic football game between seattle and denver Got to uh, got to see Russell Wilson lose off of a crazy 64-yard field goal attempt, uh, which we won't get too much into. But uh, everyone was confused, uh, but everyone was very excited, which was a lovely time. Uh, so I have had a very eventful, uh, <laughs> very eventful weekend uh, slash beginning of the week. So it was a uh, it was a very fun time oh, on just- Monday night. That's so
1: cool that you had the time and energy, and, and, and you're a busy guy, but to make it work spontaneously to go down. By the way, did you boo or cheer Wilson when the first time he ran on? What would you do? I didn't do
0: anything. Oh. I was sc- I, So he came on during warm-ups, yes. and, it was like, and there was some like some boos, but it was like 15% of the crowd. Like, okay. it was, I was like, okay, this doesn't mean anything. And then, yeah, when they actually all came out, there were some good boos. Like, oh, all right, I guess this is what we're doing. Uh, and then obviously I, I was loud during the actual game. Um, more so than 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 pregame.
1: Wow, wow, well, it was a yeah. We won't break down the coaching decisions and everything, but yeah, a very entertaining game to say the least. Yeah, yeah, it was yeah. a fun, fun time. Good, good. And and Lucas are, are with the donation already. Uh, I'll, I'll throw it up there. He says Wilson who
0: or Russ who go Hawks. So there we go. He was happy. Yeah, it was a it was a good time. <laughs> Gino Chance breaking out. Uh, it was uh, I saw your tweet you said Gino's the goat yeah something like that (laughs) Um, yeah so we will talk about I guess the Vancouver Canucks tonight Um, now here's here's the most exciting part really Uh, the Vancouver Canucks play a game I think in like 10 days 11 days something along those lines it's preseason I think it's split squad Uh, maybe the second game split squad something like that but it is Canucks hockey but there's also Canucks hockey kind of they'll be wearing Canucks jerseys Uh, this weekend up in Penticton so this is really our final show before there's actually watchable Vancouver Canucks hockey right because then we were talking
1: then we think next Monday might be the show that everyone's waiting for and been talking about for four months
0: yes next week is why we got to get it done at some point whether it's the 19th or the 26th or the third or whatever we do it but we got to get those predictions done. And I'm guessing there's going to be not a lot of things happening in the next five days or so. So I'm thinking uh, that we set up the predictions for next week. And it's funny because we still haven't figured out who of the viewers actually won So we, I, from last year. So that'll also be the announcement of that. Okay. Uh, so make sure you're, you're tuned in next Monday, the 19th, unless something else comes up. But right. that's the plan. That sounds great. That sounds really, really good.
1: Speaking awesome. of good, yeah. Speaking of good, you're about Canucks players in Canucks jerseys. Before we get to the young stars, which I know we'll spend some time on, I guess there's been some Canucks player sightings. Finally, um, Pedersen and Hughes are actually here before camp, which is nice. Yeah, they
0: actually <laughs> get to participate in training camp, which is very good. Um, yeah, they've been at eight rinks, or as it's now known, Scotia Barn. Yeah, uh, which I know exactly zero people who call it that. Um, but yeah, they are they're on the ice. Uh, I have I have live barn, so I can technically watch if i wanted to like i I can just get a live feed uh of all of the rinks there uh it's just it's a service that's available um so if you guys want to do that you can uh it's like 20 bucks a month though it's kind of expensive um wait why would you have that because uh, I can go back and and see highlights from my own games oh. and get clips of my of my teammates and stuff, and we all share them. It's a good time. Wow! Um, but yeah, that's a that is a thing. Uh, I haven't used it though. I did use it last year at one point, but that's pretty uh, cool.
1: You know, if I did that for mine, um, no, I, I wouldn't do it for mine. How, how many times you got to see
0: a a big fat Asian guy falling in front of the net? Like how many? Well, I mean, you can <laughs> skip those parts. Okay. Want uh unless there's goals around them then you might want to keep them um oh that's cool that's cool so yeah we do have uh we do have skates underway there was some good demco footage there's basically everybody is there yeah um and uh uh, the uh, the big talk for the weekend is going to be in penticton with the young stars and it's it's not the best lineup we've ever seen for yeah. the Vancouver Canucks. Now, this might surprise you, but <coughs> when teams don't make a lot of high picks for a long time, <laughs> they don't have a lot of grade A prospects to go to these prospect showcases. You look at, you know, the ones down in the states where you have, you know, there, there's there's some star-studded players, uh, star-studded lineups going down at some of these little tournaments in the states, right? Like Columbus is like guys like Kent Johnson and um, who's the guy that scored the the goal for for Canada? Oh, that Mason. guy. Mason oh, yeah. No. yeah Mason He made yeah. the save.
1: Yeah, right. Yes. Uh, but he
0: was involved. yeah, he'll be yeah. A, a, at one of those as well. And we get, yeah. you know uh, Daniil Klimovich, which is exciting, but it's not you know that grade A prospect, right? right. Um, have you looked at the lineup? Is there anyone you're excited for here? I
1: did. you know, great point though, how we're missing, for instance, our two our two high picks from this year are already playing in their leagues in in Europe especially the Swedish leagues so that's why Lekery and, and Pedersen, the defensemen aren't coming so good point so you you combine the fact that we don't have a lot of really good prospects and the fact that our best ones are starting seasons elsewhere our our lineup does look a little thin parker but so i heard a stat like we have six 22 year olds there this called young stars it's not called you know guys almost you, uh, four years out of high school yeah stars. I was surprised
0: <laughs> to see like Jet Wu's name there <laughs> yeah uh, yeah okay yeah. like, hey, that seems a bit high Arthur Seelovs as well I don't know how old he is but I feel like yeah. you know he's a he's an AHL starter at this point yeah. basically it seems like you got to be kind of older for that yes um, the names that people will notice up front mm-hmm. you've got Niels Amon Arshdeep Baines. so those two were signed recently uh, yep. Carson Faulked uh Linus Carlson Daniela Klimovich would people recognize Connor Lockhart? I do, but mm-hmm. <laughs> you, gotta, mm-hmm. you know, that's kind of it, right? For yeah. for up front, and then on the back end, Jet Wu, <laughs> and that's it. Uh, Alex cannell Leopard, I guess, as well, because he played yeah. for the Giants, if I'm not mistaken, and then Archer C Loves and Goal. So right. really, we're we're not seeing a lot of a lot of big names here. Yeah, and it's
1: funny, Parker. You mentioned you read off those names. And the ones that I'm interested in, despite the, in all seriousness, the name of the gathering, Young Stars, I want to see the 21 and 22-year-olds who actually might make the Canucks in a year or two. The guys that, like the Linus Carlsons, the Niels Amund, and the Archie Bates, those are three guys, actually, that you could see getting called up. Maybe not this year, maybe, or certainly next year. Uh, those are the kind of guys, actually, I'm interested to see if, if we have to force to pick some.
0: Yeah, it's mm-hmm. uh, it's slim pickings for yes. sure. Um, yeah, Carlson is, is interesting, especially because you know he was he's sort of been a bit of an ebb and flow um, as where he sort of stands in in his development. Yeah. Um, you know, had the I think a pretty bad year, and the last year was pretty good. Yeah. Uh, and then Klimovich, who you know had his first you know pro season last year, uh, one of those is one of those tournaments where guys like this should be good during this right like they need yeah. to show up uh against the 18 19 year old you know middling prospects from these other teams as well right this is their time where they're not playing against 30 year old ahl journeyman they're playing right. against some some people who are probably younger than them uh that they should be able to do some outplaying ideally
1: it's ready you mentioned uh linus carlson isn't it wild how that happened we trade bros to ottawa and aging bros for jonathan Dolan and we're all excited then Dalin really doesn't find his footing here, trade him to San Jose for Carlson. And then Dalin looks like he's gonna be really good. And now he just fi- signs for five years in Sweden. And now maybe Carlson ultimately is gonna be the at least make the NHL for a longer period of time. We might have won that trade tree somehow.
0: Yeah, Carlson had a real you know, a real development sort of spike in the last two years, right? Yeah. I mean he was drafted in twenty eighteen. So when his, you know, 2019-20 season, right, he's 20 years old, basically. Uh, he's, you know, under a point per game in the second tier Swedish league. 2020-21, right around a point per game in the second tier Swedish league. And last year, he goes to the, the actual Swedish hockey league and blows up. He goes, you know, 46 points in 52 games, 26 goals. So a, a huge uh, jump in in production. Uh, I mean, keep in mind he's he's 22. He'll be 23 uh, in about two months. Yeah. Um. So sort of running out of time, but he's he's hit that little that little boost yeah. where hopefully it's enough to you know at least make him a, a serviceable call up. Uh, and a tournament like this is you know someone who's a point per game in the in the Swedish Hockey League. You'd think yeah. this is a time where they should show up and and be dominant to yeah. to some extent.
1: How much stock Parker do you put into? The stats that players pile up in the KHL or in the Swedish Elite League, obviously they're not, you can't just bring them across apples to apples and say, oh, that's equivalent of this NHL points. But I I guess it's more comparative, right? At least they're dominating or at least doing very well in the league. So maybe that's more what we're looking at. But I always find it fascinating that you say, oh, he's pointing a game. True, but I, I don't know. I can't tell how good the competition is
0: yeah there's there's some formulas there's some math out there of like estimates based on like you know historical um so the shl typically one shl point is worth about 0.57 nhl points so if you have a guy who's a point per game in sweden that's a 45 point player or so expected wise right obviously that isn't one for one every time that's (laughs) sort of on average um so that's what you know. Lots of the the analytics people use um, for those uh, those okay. sorts of calculations.
1: That's a re- uh, that's a really good point. And then I, I don't know what Kuzmenko stats were uh, in the KHL. I don't know if it's easy to find, but I'm sure they were good. That's why I yeah, wanted them. Yeah. So
0: I think so the KHL. It's about 0.74 is the number they use. So about you know four three to four. Yeah. Um, so Kuzmenko, how many how many points did he have? Uh, uh, yeah he had, I can pull this up. Sure. If elite prospects will not completely break on me. Uh, he had 53 points in 45 games. So mm. NHL equivalent wise, that's like a 70 point player, right? Yeah. Not necessarily what will happen, but that's sort of the, you know, uh, an estimate based off of one year of his production based okay. on sort of historical factors. Um, uh, that, you know, I didn't know that they had math out there. So KHL
1: is basically 0.75 roughly shl 0.57 we should like look up your your men's league or something and see what the equivalent is
0: it can't be high uh (laughs) it's uh, i mean so for the whl they say it's about 0.3 oh uh, and then i am about a mile below uh, six miles below that right maybe i i think i could pile up about four points in an NHL season if i played 15 minutes a night yeah and it would be pucks going off of me and then someone else doing something with it Right, right, right. I actually was talking to some buddies about it.
1: Mike, my season ticket partner, and he played ice to a decent level. Like uh, he's definitely the best on our roller hockey team. So we actually asked him if he played forward with Connor McDavid and Leon Dreisaitl, and he, he was healthy, and he played all 82 games. We were asking him, actually, we were kind of playing that stupid betting game. How many points do we think he could get? And we all overshot it. We were saying like 20, 15. He thinks he would only get five or six points.
0: Yeah, I feel like there's. I feel like if you're playing with someone who can do it all themselves, like Connor McDavid, yeah. you know, you literally just have to make contact with the puck before <laughs> they go on a rush. Now I say that, and then there's guys like Tucker Pullman, who in his last 79 games has four points. Right. Right. So. Yeah. I don't know how that even happens. I don't know how you can produce that low. To be honest, because as a defenseman, your job is probably passing it up to somebody. Yeah. And then hopefully someone's going right like goalies get more points than that sometimes so <laughs> you know it's uh i don't know that would be fascinating that'd
1: be fascinating. so, so all to say at this young stars turning
0: are the other three teams bringing anyone good too because you kind of said that the I ones in the states are better right i don't think there's much uh yeah. to be honest from from what i saw uh yeah. like if i go oilers young stars roster uh roster uh Xavier Borjo Who's that? <laughs> well, there you go. <laughs> uh he was a 22nd overall pick last okay. year. Okay. Uh Dylan Holloway, I think I've heard before. Yep. Uh Philip Broberg, that's the oh, yeah. name. Yeah. Um you know, I think he was uh he was a top 10 draft pick back all the way back in 2019 though. Um, so he should like dominate in, in a tournament like this, yeah. but yeah, I mean, for the most part, it's not, you know, yeah. it's it's not the the cream of the crop across right. any of the teams here. Are you going? No, I'm not. Were you tempted I, to go at I, all? I wanted I wanted to try, but I mm-hmm. I don't I I it wasn't worth pulling off.
1: Right, right, right.
0: right. You go to Whistler for what? For a trend cap? It? No. To, no, me neither. No.
1: I will. I don't uh, even go to. Well, I don't have live barn though, so I can't just sit on my computer and watch them. Exactly,
0: from- <laughs> that's the key. Do some scouting. Is, is the camera is it good? Like, can you tell what's going on? It's a it's literally a hundred and eighty degree camera, and it will okay. automatically like pan based on oh. wherever movement is, okay. um, which is great sometimes, and sometimes it's terrible because you'll like find a clip of someone going into score, and someone's going for a line change. The camera will be like, "Ooh," <laughs> and then and then it'll go right back after the goal. Um, but nice. for the most part it works pretty well okay very cool very cool all yeah. right yeah okay young stars cool we'll get some cool. clips it's gonna be streamed on Canucks.com I believe okay. or their okay. YouTube I think they said Canucks.com which every time they have ever said they're gonna stream something on Canucks.com it does not work yeah um, like you're every sitting time, there use yeah. YouTube it's so easy yeah. <laughs> YouTube Twitch Facebook it, you yeah. can you can do them all in one click uh, yeah. it's super easy. Uh, but the biggest news of the week is Alex Chaseon uh, <laughs> signing, signing a PTO in Arizona yeah. to play in front of a packed 5,000 seat stadium. Ideally. Yeah. Um, will you miss Alex chase No, but I was looking up stats. I did a,
1: I did a, I didn't think I could do a full YouTube video on it, Parker. So I did a one minute short on it <laughs> and he had 22 points in 67 games, like yeah. 13 goals, 9 assists. And remember, he obviously came, he made the Canucks count team out of training camp last year off of PTO 750 grand. So 22 points for a 750 grand, that's pretty good actually. That's really good.
0: Yeah, he was completely serviceable. Um, yes. Uh, and I really he made me very frustrated uh, and oh, it know. wasn't his own fault. Really? I mean, he was put out there in, on the power play to be a net front guy. Yep. And like there were times where it worked, but there was also times where it's like there's got to be a better option. Um, <laughs> and now hopefully they have better options. You know, if we're taking chase on off the power play and putting on Kuzmenko, yeah, that's probably an upgrade. Uh, yeah. Not the highest bar, but probably an upgrade. So <laughs> um, he got better through his time here, I think, as the team yeah. did as a whole. Um, but, uh, you know, hopefully he makes a team. You know, what's funny. I looked up his stats. He's only 31.
1: He's 30 turning 32 in two weeks. And, uh, I thought he was older. He certainly skates like he's older than that. And then this is, if he makes the Arizona Coyotes, it'll be his seventh team in only 11 years.
0: Yeah, yeah, it is. It is crazy. I mean, he's never stuck more than three years. Yeah. Uh, anywhere, yeah. right. Two in Dallas, two in Ottawa, one in Calgary, yeah. one in Washington, three in Edmonton. And then the one here. Yeah, yeah, definitely doing his lap uh, (laughs) around the NHL. I like
1: what you said about him too, though. Uh, He's a big body, so that's one thing the Canucks didn't have a lot of. He has decent hands, you're right. He's not afraid to go to the net. We know a lot of his goals were on tips or on rebounds. And again, we didn't have a lot of players that did that. But then sometimes you wonder, well, is it at the expense of this guy or that guy? So I think when you look back at his time here, he was good. He was a veteran he was reliable, low maintenance. So yes, for seven hundred fifty grand, fine. But the other thing I was gonna say, Parker, picture this though: you in essence replaced Haimor, Mott, John Pond, Lamico, and Chason with Kuzmenko, Mikheyev, Lazar, and Joshua. And I think everyone, and their everyone, would take that trade off for sure. Yeah,
0: I fully yeah. agree. Um, yeah. You know, I, I'd much rather have a guy like Josh in the lineup over someone like Chason. Um, Nothing that he needs chase on, he's a fine fourth liner uh, in the NHL, and he's a fourth liner that can get you 20 points, uh, which is uh, pretty good. Nothing wrong there, and he'll get paid a million bucks by Arizona, hopefully, uh, and everyone will be happy. And
1: speaking of old in
0: Arizona, Lucas
1: says the Coyotes should rename to the Arizona Snowbirds. Due to the amount of old players signing with them and likely all the fans flocking down there to to see them as well. Yes.
0: Yep. It's, I like uh, that. Hey, there's, apparently their ticket sales are pricey. Uh, wow. You know, low supply. Yes. Uh, yeah. I, I saw that, I think for like a Maple Leafs game, it was, you know, a couple hundred bucks a ticket uh, oh. down there. So, you know, you will have, you got to think it's Arizona in like December, whenever it is, right? There is yeah. going to be a good traveling contingent uh mm-hmm. of people coming from uh from up north yeah um so it'll be uh yeah it'll be weird to see that on tv but you know what i think i would rather watch an nhl game on tv at this five thousand seat stadium i yep. bet that will be a ve- a better viewing experience than any san jose sharks game <laughs> because it, are they it's bad? the worst how come I you have, well I, even on tv right like it's yeah, all, yeah. I got a weird shade of green and yep. it's really high up, and right. it's it's just a terrible it's a terrible TV experience. Yeah. Um. So hopefully they they make it a bit uh, a bit better there.
1: Sure, I've actually been in that arena, a SAP mm-hmm. Arena, I guess it's called, uh, for the All Star Game four years ago. The arena ex- itself is really nice, but yeah. maybe yeah, it just doesn't look good on TV.
0: Yeah, their cameras are just up too high, and there's a yeah. weird color grading going on. Okay. Um, speaking of former Canucks, ah, yes, Tyler Mott uh one year 1.35 million dollars uh in ottawa what, what did he make last year steel last year i think what? he was one two five nothing basically uh he i say nothing uh yeah. when it's over a million dollars uh he made no it was uh 1.225 yeah so he gets a hundred grand raise um which not what he was expecting, right? I mean, it was the rumors here were like four years, two and a half million, right? The Tucker Pullman contract. Um, but wow. he gets, you know, this is ten million dollars, he gets one point three five, you know, thirteen and a half percent. Uh, and it's only the one year. So hoping, you know, obviously he's hoping that, you know, with the winger material or winger market not materializing the way that it was expected to, at least in some way, uh, hoping that maybe he can cash in next year.
1: Yeah, that's that's such a good point, Parker. Because when we traded him to the Rangers for that fourth round pick, we're like, "Oh, is that all he's worth?" And uh, we've we've always talked how you kind of overestimate, overvalue mm-hmm. your own players in your own market. But you're right. I'm sure he was hoping for at least somewhere in the twos or low twos, and to only really get a 10% raise um, to 1.3. Yeah, and you're hopefully he has a good season and he parlays that to another contract. But look at the team he's joining there. Have you seen the Senators' roster? They're kind of intriguing.
0: Yeah, they've got uh, a bunch of good forwards. They don't have much of a star. Yeah. Right? But they they get Giroux. You yeah. know, that's, that's big. They add Maude on the back end. Yeah. They are going to be a pretty exciting team. You know, maybe not an elite team, but a team that can be in the mix for yes. sure.
1: You got those four young guys in Kachuk, Stutzla, Batherson, and... Norris and then yes, you have Giroux and DeBrinkat. So that's their top six, which mm-hmm. is yeah. But then obviously they only have Shabbat. nothing else on D and goaltending. You never know. Hey, but
0: Travis Hamonic, all right. I, I'm so sorry. Uh, Please forgive me. Yeah, I mean up front, you know, Kachuk, Norris, Batherson, DeBrinkat, Stutzla, Giroux, right? Yep. Like, yep. Two two good lines. Uh, they got Shane Pinto on their third line with Formerson mm-hmm. and Joseph. You know, estimated, and then yeah, Tyler Mott fitting on the fourth line with. Uh, Gambrell and Austin Watson, just an energy line. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, yeah, on D, you put Shabbat out there with uh, five pylons and, and <laughs> hope for the best. Uh, I mean, they have Jake Sanderson coming up uh, right, right. on D. Uh, you know, he's also on the left side. Um, yeah. That will, you know, hopefully he turns out for them. But yeah, the other names, you know, Eric Brandstrom, who was supposed to be the next Eric Carlson, which yeah. has not materialized. And then you have Hammannick, Zub, and Zaitsev. Like, just three sl- pretty slow, you know, defensive-ish defensemen yeah. um, at this point that aren't turning any heads. They, they remind me a lot of the Canucks defense, <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah. Um, but, yeah, nothing nothing too special. You think um, – would you even want Mott back for 1.35? I mm-hmm. think so. Yeah. So so where w- what do the Canucks have, right, as their – as their alternative, yeah. Right, right
1: now, it's like a Lazard, Lazard, Dickinson, Joshua, and Hoglander. Those are kind of like the the guys battling for that fourth right. line. Right.
0: So, yeah. I would. <laughs> right, it's it's tricky. Uh, you know, who would I rather have in the lineup? Night one, yeah. Uh, on the fourth line, would you rather have Niels Hoglander or Tyler Mott in the lineup? Yeah. Would you rather have? I mean, I'd lead Mott. I think now, yeah. if you went Mott and Joshua, I think then we're starting to get into you know, I I think going out to get Joshua is a good move, but I I I don't think they would have gone out to get Joshua if they had Tyler Mott. Right. Um, right. So so it's one of those things where it's like they're sort of interchangeable. If they had signed Tyler Mott before the end of last season, then that's where he'd slot in. Um, but as it stands right now, I mean, Daily Faceoff doesn't even project. Joshua in the starting lineup, right? Hmm. Um, obviously, that could change any injury, but that's yeah. uh, that's what it's looking like now. I take a Joshua Lazar fourth line. That would be an awesome fourth line. Yeah, that would be a really good fourth line Some speed, some skills, some size. Yeah, much better than like Highmore Lamico, right? Lazar and Joshua. That's just, much, just a yeah. big upgrade. Uh, and then you just got to find a way to get Jason Dickinson out there. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yes. 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 Uh, we missed one, um, Lucas. Continuing to pour in the donations. Thank you, Lucas. He said, "San Jose Sharks just unveiled their new yes jersey tonight.
0: They look awesome. They were leaked, I think, a week or two ago. The right. problem with the leak uh, is that they had teal pants on mm. the home jersey, and it was just too much. Like it was like teal, teal, teal all the way down. Yeah. Um, put some black pants on. They look. They look great." Um, <laughs> But the they are nice. They are some nice, uh, some nice retro styled teal jerseys, uh, which are excellent. Um, we do have one more Canucks topic that we didn't think about the entire time, and we haven't discussed, uh, and that is Quinn Hughes getting some play on the right hand side. Yeah, because the Canucks do not have a right handed defenseman. Correct. Um, so they, it's you know it's. They've they're trying out Hughes on the right. And apparently Hughes went to Boudreaux and requested it. Um, Hughes on the right with all of Reckman Larson. Suddenly you have a first pair over yeah. Hughes and Shen, which is not a first pair.
1: Yeah. Nor is oil and Myers. Exactly. Exactly. Right. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And what's interesting is there's been a lot of talk of playing these two two guys together. And yes, now you have your, your two best defensemen on the same pairing. It's funny, no matter what they do, before they do that, you're saying the right side looks weak, you do that, and now you're saying, oh, now it's only Dermot and Rathbone, which I'm actually okay with on the left side. Regardless of OEL or Hughes, Hughes is the faster skater, the better skater, uh, more offensively minded, so you think naturally he could play that side. You could play OEL there, because he's more experienced, he thinks the game well, not that Hughes doesn't. So I think you go either way, but I guess it would make sense to put Hughes over there and... Man, if if he actually said he's okay with it and that goes a long way to, uh, you know, to to quell some, some, I guess, fears or whatever concerns. However, do you subscribe Parker to this theory that by moving Hughes over to the right, even though he may be the most capable of doing so, that you're actually taking away from his effectiveness because he was so good on the left? Or do you think he's so good, he's the one to make it work
0: on the right? It's i think if anyone can do it it's probably quinn hughes yeah but it's a hard adjustment um Mm. i mean everything's reversed right and it's such minor things right like even you know skating backwards with a forward coming in towards you if you're used to taking that on the left side consistently right uh your stick is in your right hand your stick is already on the inside and the inside track if the guy tries to cut in it makes it harder Mm -hmm. Uh, and just, you know, it's your, your natural, you're used to, you know, poke checks going one direction, used to angling a guy out one direction. It's the crossover that, you know, you used to take a guy to the boards that you've, you don't think as much, but you've done it one way your entire life and now you're switching it. And it's, it's not a big thing, but it might make you 5% worse, maybe 10% Mm -hmm. worse. You're going to, you're going to make that one mistake, you know, maybe 10% more often. Um, making the play on the boards is harder, right? Um, because now you're putting your backhand to the boards and now your sticks curved away from where the puck is hitting. And that makes it yeah. a lot harder than when the puck is sort of entering the, the blade of your stick. Um, where, when you have a, a Connor McDavid barreling at you, trying to steal the puck from you at the point that makes it a bit harder. Um, yeah. walking the line is different, right? Cause now if you're trying to go from the boards to the middle of the ice, you are pushing the puck that way instead of pulling it towards yes. the middle. So it's just a bunch of small things that can really add up that um, I don't think we can underestimate, Mm -hmm. but, you know, does that value of maybe a slightly worse Quinn Hughes, but having a, not having Luke Shen playing 23 minutes a night, does that counteract uh, in a positive way? Yes, you are correct. If there's any player that can
1: do it of our blue liners, yeah, you got to think it's going to be Hughes. So... We'll see. Obviously, this was just an informal scrimmage and informal skate. But right. the fat the first time he gets on the ice and they do that, that's pretty cool. That's pretty cool.
0: Yeah, uh, and I mean, you know, you look at the kind of impact that that can have on a franchise, right? Yeah. We look at we look at the impact that Travis Green putting Elias Pettersson at center in his first training mm-hmm. camp, like what that did to the franchise. Having a number one bona fide center, they have two of them right now, which is even better. Yes. Um, there's there's so few right-handed defensemen available right so having having uh, your franchise defenseman be on the right side instead of the left side if he can make that adjustment and it's probably an easier adjustment than going from wing to center um then that is so big uh just for you know the next 15 years if that's something that be kept up mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and as we're talking I know we can't
1: highlight it on our uh, our platform but thank you coach Rob for gifting uh, connects after dark membership and Steve is the lucky recipient so thanks to both of you for your support uh, another thing about Hughes and Oel. Um, so what does that leave it's funny I guess Dermot wasn't there yet and neither was Rathbone so they had a pairing yesterday of Shen and Pullman
0: <laughs> that is slow. Yeah,
1: yeah. 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 That means one of those
0: guys is playing on the left, but whatever. They, they
1: weren't full yet. They weren't full. So
0: yeah. And it's, uh, yeah, it's just, uh, <laughs> that would be a third line, a third pairing. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's, you know, I'm honestly Pullman skating. That's, uh, I, I can dislike the contract all I want, mm-hmm. but if we're going to be paying him two and a half million dollars for the next three years, He's gonna to need to be effective, uh, and that is a big piece. You know, that's a piece that can make or break. You know, a few points here or there. Um, right. If you've got a a solid uh, third pairing defenseman, right. um, you know that can eat up 13 minutes a night without being a complete liability. Yeah. Uh, one of the thing that came out of those skates Parker and I know you mentioned that you didn't
1: have a chance to to listen. So this is good that I can give you um, very close notes and I love your reaction. So Horvat spoke on Monday and PD spoke yesterday with Horvat, a lot of talk about the contract situation, saying the right things, obviously not going to negotiate in the public, wants to be here, loves the loves the city, loves the the fans all those things so that was kind of what Horvat was talking about and then Petey yesterday was simply admitting he doesn't want to make any excuses Um, he doesn't want to say it's because of a bad wrist he doesn't want to say it's because he got he missed all training camp he simply said he wasn't playing with a lot of confidence and that he has that confidence back he's getting bigger stronger faster all those things he always worked on so it was nice to hear both of those guys talk to our, our two and three C so to speak I guess but um, they both seemed energized by the changes. They both talked about how excited they are with some of the new players. So I don't know. Um, I liked it. Uh, of course, maybe I was just dying to hear anything uh, from any Canucks player. But I think both of them came across really well. No, nothing massive in terms of sound bites or new news. But maybe it was more of a comfort that we're hearing our, our players now talking to the media. And with media right in front of them as opposed to over Zoom. So maybe, yeah. maybe I was just more excited that something was happening.
0: Yeah, Pedersen's going to be a big, obviously a big part, right? Uh, yeah. Such a slow start last year. Yeah. Um, but in the last half of the season, he had 48 points, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Um, Elite Prospects put out their projection, um, ranking him as, I think, the number 19 center out of, like, their, or number 19 forward, maybe? I don't know what this actually is. Uh, but either way, they had him projected for 38 goals, 52 yeah. assists.
1: Okay, that's what I'm taking for my predictions then.
0: I'm so <laughs> a ninety-point estimate. Yeah, um, that would be enormous for the Canucks. Now I know that the Athletic put out all their like fantasy stuff. I haven't looked at it yet. I'm actually really curious to see what their um, proje- uh, projections would be for mm-hmm. some of the Canucks. Maybe we can sort of bring that into our predictions show next week. And, sure, sure. And see how you know their algorithms compared to our brains, and and what are things coming up with. <laughs> Uh, so that could be a, a neat uh topic of conversation. You think Miller
1: can outscore sorry, other way around. Do you think PD can outscore Miller not just goals and points? I do.
0: Oh yeah. Uh yeah. I I could like Elias Petterson getting to 90 points and Miller dropping to 75 points would mm-hmm. not surprise me at all. Right? Okay. That would yeah. seem completely normal. Um obviously I'd like them to both have 90 plus points. Um <laughs> But that seems a little bit less, uh, you know, if you have two centers that are putting up 90 points, uh, you better be a playoff team. Yeah. Yeah. No, for sure. For sure. I wonder what Horvath's going to get. Well, no, let's not. We won't spoil our prediction show, but curious. Curious. Uh, So the Athletic has Pedersen projected at 75 points. What? Uh, So, I mean, that doesn't seem that crazy, though, either, does it? What did they say for Miller? 33 goals, 42 assists. Yeah. Uh, they've got J.T. Miller uh, at wait for it. Wait, this can't be right. Oh yeah, uh, 84 points. Okay. Can you and can you just do Horvat so we get all three yes. centers? I'm saying 62. They have Horvat pencil in for 57. Okay. Uh, 28 of which being goals though. So. Okay. Uh, they also have him in there at at uh, winning 947 faceoffs, which would be. Oh, I sort of the wrong way. Second most in the NHL. What, they have,
1: they have a predicted face-off win number? It's a
0: Well, it's a fantasy hockey one, oh, okay. so it's all the categories. Uh, can you guess who number one in face-offs is projected to be?
1: Well, I was going to say someone good, but then the way you're laughing.
0: <laughs> no, it's, I mean, it's Patrice Bergeron. It's, okay. <laughs> I was actually going <laughs> to say Ryan O'Reilly. Is Ryan O'Reilly close? Yeah, he's, he's six face-off wins behind Horvat projected. Okay, gotcha, gotcha. Uh, but yeah, so we'll definitely take those in. Uh, we'll take a look at those next week uh, with our predictions uh, and to see how far off uh, we end up. Interesting.
1: Well, well, I got another one for you because we, we've been talking about Demko, obviously Pedersen, Hughes, Besser, Horvat, and Miller is kind of like the core. Would you who you say is the most important going to be the most important player? For the Canucks next season, this upcoming season, the most important. And then I don't know what I was going to ask. I, I'm basically trying to get you to say two guys because I, then I kind of want to ask who's going to have the biggest impact, or, but, but that might be the same answer. I don't know. Just tell me who you think is going to be good. <laughs> I think most
0: important is Brock Besser. Ah, wow. I think it's, I think it is, you know, this narrative has been developed that. Um, he is due for a, you know, quote unquote, distraction free goal scoring, just full on resurgence, which has been sort of the narrative around Brock Besser for the last like four years. Right. Or it's been like, he's just going to get back to that rookie season. Mm -hmm. Uh, obviously much easier said than done. If something like that occurs, right. If Brock Besser is, you know, a, a 30 to 35 goal scorer. Yeah. You know, that's that's enormous. Um, It'll it'll help, you know, probably playing with an elite center all year. Um, By the way, the athletic has him penciled in for just 24 goals, uh, 54 points, which seems reasonable based on on history. Um, Mm. So in that case, you know, him overachieving would be uh, huge. Obviously, J.T. Miller, I can't see him putting up 99 points again like you just see like it's 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 a hard bar to hit um but if he can put up a point per game that's huge if Elias Petterson can continue from that second half of the season and be a point per game player that's huge um yep. and i mean the the big thing is gonna be can the penalty kill please kill some penalties uh <laughs> that's gonna be one of the th- I mean, that that killed the Canucks early in the season last year, right? They were at like 63% for a good chunk. Oh. Uh, you can't do that. Um, mm-hmm. Got to get some saves. Got to get some better defense. Yeah. Um, and I mean, we're going to see Spencer Martin probably start 20 23, 25 games, yeah. right? Yeah. What's that going to look like? You know, we we were hyped up on him based on, you know, Six a few games, games. Yeah. 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 where he was phenomenal, but, you know, he's got to be... He's got to be better than Halak was last year. Yeah. Um, so the yep. Canucks have the pieces. It's just whether or not they all come together.
1: I, I like what you said about Besser uh, distraction, the burden. Obviously, he's going to remember his dad, but the burden of having that. Michael Russo wrote an amazing piece on Besser and his dad in the Athletic. So, any of you Athletic subscribers, make sure you check that out. To me, I think I might be seeing the office. Obvious, obvious to me, Demko is the most important player. But I think Petey could have the biggest impact. I, I, I don't know is the way he carried himself yesterday Parker, the way he was speaking, the way he seems still relaxed though and calm with the media that doesn't mean this is going to translate to good play. I, I think he's going to come in ready and if he can if he matches that 48 goal, 48 point pace for the second half of the season, that's it yeah, that's a 95
0: 96 point season which seems a little high, but I'm like, ready for him. Yeah, it would be enormous, right? Yeah. that's yeah. just you know that's just what they need. Um, yeah, you know, rolling to saying Kuzmenko. Uh, if Kuzmenko's is good, will be a wild card seed. Mm. You know, can actually get great value on Kuzmenko's contract, no matter what, right, for this yeah. year. Um, but if Kuzmenko comes in and is a you know a fifty point player on the second line, mm-hmm. right, that means Horvat's probably doing pretty well, or whoever's yeah. centering line two, if they don't go lot of line or however it ends up. Yeah. Uh, even if he ends up maybe on the third line and McCabe gets moved up. You know, like that. Yeah. If, if the Canucks can get 50 points out of Kuzmenko, 50 points out of McCabe, which again seems higher. We did this last year where we were like, oh, this guy's going to get 80 points. This guy's going to get 70 <laughs> points. And none of it happened. Uh, but if some of those hit, then, you know, that's, that's a big boon for the offense. Yeah. And then in, in all my predictions, I have
1: McCabe on the wrong side. So I actually reached out to John Hot Take Hockey, who who's obviously a Leafs fan. And I said, Tell me about Mikheyev. What was his game like? And he says, yeah, he's a way better left winger. He he got put on the right a few times, but he said he was way better on the left wing. So that kind of messed up. Because I have my prediction. I had Horvat and Pearson with uh, Pearson on the left, Mikheyev on the right as their third line. A really good shutdown line with some offensive ability. But who knows? I think all three Russians, I actually think all three of them can play on either side. I really do. Yeah, um, yeah. absolutely. Whereas, yeah, Whereas Besser and Garland are traditionally right... Uh, they're right-handed. Yeah, I was going to ask you, Parker. I think you said last week, or I don't even know. A right-handed, a right wing. Are they supposed to be right-handed so they are they're holding it to the outside? Or are they supposed to be left-handed so they can score from the middle? Or it doesn't matter.
0: On the well, the Russians do it all backwards. Okay. They, they like they like to go. They, this is the way Russian hockey is: is they put left-handers on the right, right-handers on the left. Yeah. Um, it's way better for one-timers, right, and quick shots. Right. Um, but not for protecting the puck, obviously. It's it's a lot easier <laughs> yeah. to have the puck on your side down the wing. Right. Um, okay. That makes yeah, cause, it a lot easier.
1: Yeah, because Besser's right handed, I know that. Garland's right handed, because they're the yeah, okay. That
0: makes sense. Yeah. Hmm. Okay. We'll see. We will see. Awesome. All right, we got about thirteen minutes left. Mm-hmm. Uh should we take do we miss anything? We we want to touch me on Evan Rodriguez, who was an absolute steal uh by yeah. Colorado uh, one year, $2 million. Now everyone's saying, well, why can't we give them that? And was, well, <laughs> th- w- what do you think? Right? Even if yeah. we, do you take, let's say the Vancouver Canucks offer you $3 million for the year and Colorado says, Hey, do you want to be our second line center? Yeah. Yeah. And, and we'll pay you only $2 million. And you think, and you say, well, I could be the second line center in Colorado. I can put up 55 points. Maybe. Yeah. Uh, cap goes up a little bit next year and then more the year after and then i can cash in so that is you know good teams are able to do stuff like that uh hopefully the canucks get to the point where they start making deals like that but um yeah a steal for colorado so is he the cadre replacement then i guess so right yeah i think that's the idea um a much cheaper cadre replacement yeah a much cheaper Cadre replacement and guy had 43 points last year right playing in pittsburgh Uh um which he's never done before it was a bit of a one off um mm-hmm. but i mean he was only making 700 grand <laughs> uh right. so yeah it's i guess he's making a million dollars last year actually but yeah it's uh if he can capitalize and and put up 50 points again and and you know make a good playoff run and do well there uh he's got all the opportunity in the world uh to do it mhm okay so rodriguez that- moves to yeah. Who does that put him with? Who's who's he gonna play with? Uh, where does Daily, I don't know. They've got him playing Daily Faceoff has him third line with Comfort O'Connor, but he could be with like Landis Gog and Lekinen, right? Like Wow. And the top line
1: is McKinnon,
0: Rantanen, and Burkoski. Uh they have Machushkin on the first.
1: Does Burkoski even play for them anymore? What am I, I talking? Who so. am I talking about? <laughs> I think I don't
0: think he does. He I must, think he, he plays have... for Seattle. <laughs> oh, okay, that makes sense. I think Seattle, Seattle gave him a bunch of money. Yeah, they gave him they gave him like thirty million bucks. That's right. I don't even know. I didn't there's so much that happens. It's tough to keep track.
1: Yeah, that's fair. That's fair.
0: That's fair. Okay, I think we can go to Yeah. We can go to Go to the people?
1: Go to the people for the last ten minutes. That would be great. Let's do it.
0: Let's right, do it. We're gonna have to wrap up at ten fifty-five, so Clay can swap over uh, yeah. to the to the to the the better show. I guess no,
1: no, uh, no. It's not <laughs> Canucks after dark was the first show that went number one in Hong Kong. That is true. true. Yeah. That, we, well, we I saw it.
0: your tweet and I was gonna reply with my tweet yeah. that said that, and I was like, No, I you I should wanna. have. No, we <laughs> did. No,
1: no, no. That we're, we're we're buddies. No, we did it together. We were. Um, I think it's pretty cool, actually, because we know there's some Vancouver people in Hong Kong listening and maybe we built some new people, too. Yes. But uh, yeah, it's, pre- it's pretty cool. But thank you. Yeah, we're, we're going to figure it out for now. If we uh, if we go forward with uh, some score schedule, maybe we go, yeah, connect after dark for 55 minutes and then I jump up. We're trying to basically figure out if we can both stream at the same time using the same app, but we're, we're not sure. <laughs> we don't want to test knows? it and break
0: it. <laughs> yeah, we don't want to break anything. Um, we also were number one in Taiwan as well um that I so, did not know uh that was only two days later uh yeah. from the from I think the, uh, all the, the Asian on. people like you Parker well, oh truly I, I don't know why that would be <laughs> but sure I'll take it uh, love it all right okay. what, what do, do we got? got uh Sammy thoughts on potential 2024 World Cup of Hockey I saw some rumors about this hmm. um and it's going to not have a team North America that's the one thing I remember seeing, um, right? Which no more gimmick teams. No more gimmick teams. No team yeah. Europe. No yeah. team North America. Uh, eight, at least eight national teams, is what the IIHF uh, okay. has said. Um, so the big six of Canada, U.S., Sweden, Russia, Finland.
1: Uh, I guess so. You have Slovaks and Czechs, maybe. I'd assume so. And then if there, there's no gimmick more, teams, right. You oh, got one more team then Germany. Yeah,
0: no, I don't. Germany could for sure. Right. Yeah. They Germany's starting to have a good, uh, a good uh, core. Right. I mean, yeah. um, I, it's funny. Cause I'm like, I had no gimmick teams team. North America was awesome. Oh, was like so That, that team was insanely stacked, um, to the point Did where you, like, it would be huh. fun if if we could watch them again, but like you know, I'm sure those guys want to play for their country too.
1: And of course, I was cheering for the Sedin's, but they made
0: Sweden look so slow. Yeah, do you remember that? Oh my goodness,
1: Daniel and Henrik and Oel—they just made them look so slow.
0: Yeah, it was. Uh, it. I mean, you look back at this roster. Yeah, and it's unbelievable. Like are goalies, right? John Gibson, Connor <laughs> Okay. Okay. So the one of like two basically two Vesna candidates at that point on defense they had Ekblad, Seth Jones, uh in his like prime that was when he was his best Gossispare when he was uh, a stud as well Morgan Riley, uh, Jacob Truba and then up front you know Jack Eichel Goudreau, Larkin McKinnon Matthews McDavid J T Miller. Uh, Ryan Newton Hopkins, Mark Scheidt. Like, the names are just <laughs> absurd. Like, it's just a who's who of top, you know, top 60 players in the NHL right now. Yeah. Um, wow. So, it would be fun to have that again. But. Uh, oh, the way the pools were set up, though, they didn't play Canada, did they?
1: I don't remember. I don't remember them playing Canada, like, against Crosby. They,
0: and, yeah, no, they didn't. They. I know uh, they played Sweden, Russia. They, yeah, they played against. The Czech Republic, they lost 3-2. They played twice against Europe. They won both of those. They beat Finland. They lost to Russia, and then they beat Sweden. So they played everyone except
1: Canada and U.S. I think so, yeah. Oh, man. Oh, man. I got a funny one for you, Parker. So Jaskarin, you're his hero, so he says Parker is the GOAT, which is fine. But then he says, Clay, can you tell Parker how I finally complimented you on the stream, he actually said something on my show, and I didn't believe him. That's that's how bad it is. I, I basically called him out for being sarcastic, and he had to convince me he actually said something nice for once. So, thank you, Jaskarin. But yes, I am fine, I'm 100% confident in my own self esteem, and I'm happy if you like Parker more than I can handle that. That's that's totally fine.
0: That was like, for you, buddy. Yeah, I was, I was gonna say, <laughs> you're I was just very humble, be the boy. opposite, but uh, <laughs> yeah, that's uh, that's. Good job, Jaskaran. You're becoming <laughs> you're becoming impartial, which is great. <laughs> All right, what else do we got? Oops. Any anything? Yeah, th-
1: this one because uh, it's been in the news for a, about a week or two now. For Tannen, possibly choosing the Oilers as his team. It's a it could be a PTO, but he was down to the Oilers and Flames and picked the Oilers.
0: Yeah, it's one of those things where it's like, I mean, one there's obviously the 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 cloud over the over the head of the whole thing and there's also like even without that he's not good enough to even yeah. like in my mind even warrant a look right yeah. like what what's the best you're gonna get uh, out of out of a jake for Vertan- a guy who had five points in 38 games two years ago right Aww. who only had 16 points in the khl last year remember that that formula of like 0.74 mm-hmm uh, that would have him at like, you know, 20 points, 25 yeah. points over a full season. Yep. Um, there's other players out there. You could have gone and got Tyler Mott. You could have paid him $1.6 million, right? Yep. Yep. There's, you know, it's just one of those things where it's like, you know, why why bother when there's better options out there that don't have, you know, uh, the whole, you know, gloomy yep. side of it going going on. I know, and he's...
1: I've always said that sports is a very forgiving place. We see it across all sports, Yeah, football, basketball, hockey. So and maybe human nature, people like, uh, how do I say I better be careful how I say this. But yeah, I'll just say that I think sports are very forgiving. It, it just, whether it's ironic or fitting or whatever word you want to use, that he goes to another Pacific Division team that we're going to see more often than we see other teams. But
0: uh, I'm not too worried. I'm not too worried about no, him destroying No, I would not be. Yeah, I yeah. would not be worried about him, you know, lighting the Canucks up in a game. Uh, Me if we're looking at the hockey side of it, that's uh, yeah. that's the least of my worries.
1: Yes, I agree with you completely.
0: Uh, Edmund, talking about PK Subban, hmm. um, that's an interesting one because um, PK Subban has been, you know bit kind of washed up right like he's 33 (laughs) and I I, it happens to everyone right but I mean at his prime he was a 60 point defenseman right like he was an offensive uh, superstar yeah this last year you know still had 22 points in 77 games on uh, a New Jersey Devils team that was bad right Mm -hmm. I mean they they only won like 30 games or something last year Uh, actually maybe less I think they won 24 games 27 games last year Uh, and he was a minus eight that doesn't seem that bad. Their best no. player, plus minus wise, was Fabian Zetterlund, who had a plus five in fourteen games. Their best was a plus five. Yeah, their second best was a plus four, Andreas Jonsson, who had played seventy one games. Man, so PK rough. Subban at a minus eight uh, is way better than Dougie Hamilton was plus minus. Again, plus minus means nothing, but yeah. for, you know it, it's a you know Ty Smith was a minus twenty six. Dougie was a minus nineteen. Severson was a minus fourteen. He was like their best defenseman plus minus wise. Um, <laughs> yeah, he was. That played full time, except Siegenthaler, who was a minus five. So right. he clearly has been, you know, sort of left aside in Nashville, or sorry, New Jersey he was in Nashville before, which yep. is not a very good team. Uh, I think he could be a valuable piece, right? And I'm sure, you know, he made $9 million last year. He's not going to make that much. Um, But, you know, a team that needs a a defenseman, like, uh, you know, a right-handed defenseman like the Vancouver Canucks, uh, (laughs) who obviously cannot afford him, um, could be a a, a good supplemental piece. We talk about, I was just thinking, Parker, we talk about Mott going from 1.225
1: to 1.5, so basically a 10% or one, three, five, a 10% increase. Can you imagine if Subban
0: goes 90% the other way? He goes from 9 million to 900 grand. <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah, I could see him getting offered, you know, like 2 million bucks or something. Right. Yeah. And, and that would be a, a, a steal probably yeah. if, if you could pick up a guy like Subban for that. Um, right. But who knows, right? Who knows what's he wants, what's he wants, what he wants to do. I know he's obviously been, you know, toying around with media right for his whole career really right he's always been he's always been on like some analyst desks and i think he was on espn a lot uh during the playoffs last year so maybe that's what he wants to do or maybe he wants to get Mm -hmm. back out there we'll see Mm -hmm. so if you're a betting man is he signing a contract somewhere is he no it's
1: got to be a pto now correct there's got to be everyone's got their money done
0: i uh, yeah i guess so hey like that's the thing though if you're signing to a pto if your money's done I mean, what are you going to, what are you going to pay him? You're going to pay him, you going to pay <laughs> well, him to beat out someone else. You're going to pay him whatever the variable contract is, right? So you can send someone else down for the same thing that doesn't That's seem, true. that doesn't seem ideal. Who's got the most cap? I mean, Arizona has got 20 mil to play with. Yeah. Would Would they do that? Probably not. I mean, you know, you look at teams that have more than $2 million in cap space Right, Colorado's got 1.9 with a roster spot open. Calgary's got about 2.1 with two spots open. Uh, Nashville's got 2.4. Uh, Winnipeg and Ottawa both have like five and a half. But need like Winnipeg's not going to be in the mix, I don't think. Um, mm. Ottawa looks like they could be right. That could be a decent potential landing spot. I don't know if we want to play in Ottawa, but you know. Um, but there's no other teams down here on this list that. Are really gonna be competing
1: right a- and I right. imagine
0: that's what Subban would probably want to do because he's yeah. never really he hasn't had you know too much playoff success I mean he went to the finals with Nashville I think sure um, but it's yeah. just
1: such a quick fall and it's not like he's brutal but the fact that he's not signed anywhere yeah it, yeah it, it just, it's such a quick fall though that's the kind of interesting to me
0: yeah just New Jersey turned him <laughs> around <laughs> yeah. for the worst <laughs> You can do that to people <laughs> yeah i mean he went from like he played three years in nashville 40 points 60 points 59 points 31 yeah. points and then he goes to uh, new jersey 18 points 19 points 22 points and then heavily in the minus all three years wow um, yeah a big flip okay all right we'll see uh we are basically out of time here folks Uh, I hope you enjoyed, uh, everyone can hustle over to, to Clay's stream. Uh, if you want to start a couple minutes late, I go go watch a little bit bit of Canucks talk. Uh, if you enjoy the show and you missed any part of it, you're welcome to rewind back to the beginning. You can find it on your favorite podcast platform, all that good stuff. You can find me Parker's pucks, Twitter, YouTube, him Canuck, clay, Twitter, YouTube, everywhere. Uh, Clay, do you have any parting words on this fine Wednesday evening?
1: Well, I'm looking forward to uh, getting back to Monday, regular with you next week, and doing our much-anticipated and highly-touted prediction show. Yes, wrapping up last year's fan winners and then doing our own. I think it's going to be a lot of fun. And then you do that, and guess what? It's preseason already the next week, and then regular season games the week after. That's, That's pretty cool
0: absolutely uh so enjoy the young stars this weekend if the canucks.com stream works which i have my doubts (laughs) um and uh yeah we hope you all have a have a great week see you all later